Hey everybody, it's Damara West. I am founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman, where we help women to heal, to live joyfully, and to have immense business success. We thank you for tuning in to our podcast, and we invite you to visit us on the web at BeWellBeautifulWoman.com. Sign up for our e-news, because that's how you can stay up to date on all things Be Well Beautiful Wellness, including, of course, a Be Well Beautiful Woman, including new podcast episodes, events that we have coming up, including the Divine Feminine Business Summit that's going to be happening the very last week in April, totally free, 10 amazing speakers on the lineup to talk about how they have embodied the Divine Feminine to help them to be successful in the launch and the scale of their businesses. So without further ado, I want to give you what you are here for. I have known this phenomenal woman for quite some time. Um, and our paths have crossed in and out over the years. Uh, and recently, there was a feature that was done on her work. And I believe that I even reached out to her before this because I was really intrigued by the work that she was doing. And um, it's, you know, amazing women like that that we want to have in our podcast. Um, so I've known her for a very, very long time. And I'm just delighted to have her here to share with you, um, to be inspired and to be educated related to all things, leadership, business and wellness that affect women just like you and me. Cherie Mays is an illustrator based out of Atlanta, Georgia, that uses graphic design and illustration to create dynamic imagery for children's books, custom travel bags, and digital content. At the age of 12, she won awards for best illustration and use of color against nominees that were twice her age. She feels like she was born to draw. She's originally from Kalamazoo, Michigan. She attended Eastern Michigan University, where she received her bachelor's of science degree with studies in fine arts and a minor in journalism. Her journey progressed from a graphic designer in downtown Detroit to design and illustrating in, illustrating in Atlanta, Georgia. Her published books range from categories in bu bullying, epilepsy, mystery, affirmations, and more. And she's now the owner of three successful businesses, a serial entrepreneur, y'all, that includes custom design luggage, children's books, and social media management that also employs her 12-year-old son, which is freaking dope. Sis, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love that intro. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, girl, it's you, right? This is your story, and it's yeah. such a beautiful story. Thank um, you. So, yeah, absolutely. So how, you know, outside of winning this award at the age of 12, um, competing against folks that were twice your age and, you know, blowing it out of the water. How did you know that illustrating was your lane? I knew illustrating was my lane when um, I was younger. My dad and I, we used to sit down and he would, uh, he would doodle. He's an, he's an artist as well. He would doodle on, on paper. We'd be at the kitchen table and he would like, Say for instance, he would draw a box and he would tell me to add to it. And by the time we went back and forth, you know, we would come up with some, you know, artistic creation and it was fun for me. And I loved, of course, cartoons and different animation. And so I would start drawing or mimicking what I seen on TV or in my coloring books. And it was fun. I loved the, the exaggerated features um, and making the you know, the artwork looks fun. And so I took that on. And ever since then, I've been 
drawing and making money off of it. <laughs> wow, wow, that's so amazing um, that there were so many things that came in your path to help to birth this natural talent in you. Uh, and it goes to show you that, you know, when we set out to do something, the universe, God, the spirit will just conspire to give us everything that we need to be successful in that regard. Yes. Um, so I love the fact that you employ your son. I think that is really amazing. And it's something that entrepreneurs talk a lot about. And I don't see a lot of entrepreneurs doing necessarily. So mm -hmm. I would love for you to talk to us about, you know, what are some of the things that we should keep in mind if indeed we want to employ our children? Well, one thing I learned um, is that I had to let my son come into it on his own. There were a lot of different things that I was um, trying to push his way um, that he took um, an interest in. And he told me one day, he said, mom, I just want to be able to do these things because I like them, not necessarily because I want to have a business. And I said, okay, I, was, I felt like I was being too pushy because I wanted to show him what he can do at a young age so that it sets him up for his future. And most recently, like I said, I backed off, but he took a class in marketing. Um, he's in sixth grade. He took a class in marketing and he, he said he fell in love with it. And they designed flyers, they designed graphics, they learned about social media. He actually taught me some things in regards to marketing with my customers um, versus uh, my clients. So he taught me something. And so he was excited that he was able to provide me some knowledge. And so I asked him, I said, do you want to do a flyer for me for my business? And I was like, and I'll pay you for that flyer. He said, yes. And he did it. And he did an excellent job. It was, it was perfect. The exact way I needed it. I didn't need to change anything at all. And so I then asked him, I was like, would you be willing to do this continuously? And I will give you money for it. I was like, I don't want to push you. I'm just asking. And he said, yes. He's like, I love doing this. And uh, I want to continue to do it and make money from it. He's like, I want to do this for you. And I was trying to uh, suppress my joy because I didn't want to be uh, overwhelmed and pushy or get him nervous. And so I was just like, okay. And then I slowly walked away and I closed my door and I started jumping around and I got so excited because he came to it on his own and it wasn't something that I necessarily um, pushed him to do, but he's been in that environment with me ever since he was born. And so he already knows what it's about just because mommy's been doing it for so long, but he came across it on his own. And so I do encourage to uh, be aware of what your, your children um, like and, and make sure that you encourage their interests. I guess don't be so pushy, but also keep them in that environment and keep those, um, those different resources around them so they are able to experience those things and then bring them in slowly of course money is always an advantage that they love but bring them in slowly and so now I was able to uh, make sure he had an account set up for himself where I don't directly just give him cash um, I pay him like he's an employee yes, and yes. I love so, that so yeah that he understands right that this is a real job exactly um, you know and I've approached it very similar with my my daughter she's 15 and um, she's been exposed to so many things across her lifetime. And one of which, you know, of course is entrepreneurial things because I've been mm -hmm. in, you know, in that space for 13 years. And 
Um, she's just not interested. And, mm. you know, and so my family and other people have a lot of perspective about that. And, you know, I always feel like, well, we expose kids to as many things as we can. Mm-hmm. And eventually something's going to latch on. And when it latches on and when they have passion about it, they're going to yes. do the work, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and really it's no different for the, than adults, right? When we decide that we want to do something is when we'll actually do it, which is why, yep. you know, being motivated to change, having a desire to change, feeling like you can change or, um, is, is so really, really important. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So, you know, I, I, I know you've been at this for, for a while, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, you started at 12 and, you know, all these years later, you are still cultivating this craft of illustration. And I can imagine that there's been times when it hasn't been easy, right, for you to oh, stay yeah. the course. Um, and so, you know, talk to us about how you've been able to stay the course and what advice do you have for other people to stay at it? Um, because it seems like the moments when we may feel like we're like we're done are actually the moments that if we stay in it, something grand is getting ready to happen. Yes. Yeah. So, so talk to us <laughs> about that, sis. So, yes, um, entrepreneurship to me is uh, not for the weak of <laughs> weak at heart. And if you're going into entrepreneurship thinking, I have this one idea and I have to make it work. And if not, then, you know, I failed then that's, that's your very first mistake. Um, do know that there's always, always ups and downs, but the ups are always better than the downs. Um, COVID was my most recent down. And I actually shocked myself when I look back at it because I doubted myself so much when, when COVID happened because I'm in the travel industry. And so when everything travel related stops, my business stopped. It was at a halt um, from shipping from production, um, everything stopped. And I had to refund a lot of money back to my customers because I wasn't able to get them their product or some people didn't understand what was going on. Um, And so it it took a toll on me. And then as well as my living situation, the place where I was staying at for um, eight plus years, um, the landlord actually decided to sell the home. And so it was just like, oh my goodness, what's going on, what's going on? And it got me to the point where I really forgot how dope I was. Like you, you, you got this, and you have to reassure yourself that this is just a a, a roadblock. That's it. Yeah. Get over it. Step over it. Find another way. Find a path around it, and you're okay. Yeah. And I, I was really down on myself um, um, for a very long time, and it actually took my support system, the people around me, to reassure me. Like, why are you? Why are you tripping? you're, you're okay. You got this. You've always been dope. You've always known how to get yourself out of it. You're losing sight as to who Sheree is and who you are as a person and who you are as a, as a mother, as an entrepreneur, like you got this and you can make this work. And that's really was it. I I definitely say my support system helped me out a lot just to get me back on track and realize kind of who I was and that I can make this, make this work. And when you get to those points, um, it's great to have somebody on the outside looking in that's there to support you to be able to help you get back on track. But it's also letting yourself know, I got this. I can do this. This is not the end of the world. This is just one minor situation. And if I can't get over this, then I don't need to be in entrepreneurship. I need to go find me a nine to five. Yeah. I mean, you've touched on so many things. The fact that it it doesn't take um, 
you know, this, this body of work is not for the faint at heart, right? It does yeah. take some real grit <clears throat> to be an entrepreneur. And of course, from the divine feminine perspective, what I believe, you know, and I think this is going to resonate with you too, is that the more we cultivate our divine feminine, our states of being, that's our flow state. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that came to me when you talked about your housing situation changing, right? COVID setting in, you having to pivot, right? Yeah. You know, I believe that when, when doors don't open or when doors close, it's because the spirit is moving us to where we're supposed to be. Yes. It's all about alignment. And yes. you know, if we can trust that everything in this pathway is of our greatest healing and for our greatest good, and if we are intending on producing that, you know, being our best versions of ourselves and healing and living joyfully, you can't help but to attract the things that are only in succinct alignment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I used to be disappointed when I would want something and it didn't happen. And now I say, thank you, Lord. You, I know you got something else in store. I I, I already know. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, and then I can just divert my energy to the goodness and and back to feeling good, which is our state of well-being. That's how we're supposed to be anyway. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, Yes. And so, so talk to us now about like your pivoting, right? So like you had this, all these things that came in your pathway, your tribe, right? You talked about that and community is so important. And you also hit on mindset, which that's the start and stop of all of this. And I'm creating an entrepreneurial program right now. And that's one of the things that I had shared with this group that I'm creating this program for that, you know, a lot of your entrepreneurial and your business programs are focused on like the mechanics of business, right? The mm-hmm. skill sets associated with business, but nobody really talks a lot about what it means to have a mindset for business, to yeah. be confident, to, yes. um, to understand how to build relationships and that relationships are like gold in business. Mm-hmm. Like all these things that are related to what I really fall in the divine feminine, right? Being connected to others mm-hmm. and um, asking for help and you know, understanding that your, your work is really so much bigger than um, even you, uh, yes. you know, you're doing it because for you, and, and there's a bigger purpose for it. So, you know, you gave us so much in that answer. I wanted to make sure I didn't, <laughs> didn't leave those things behind, but now I want to talk about pivoting. So, you know, all that stuff went down and you mm-hmm. have thrived since then. So talk mm-hmm. to us about that pivot and what's going down now. So, uh, during COVID, yes, there was definitely, um, a pivot and it was more so, okay, Sheree, if this happens again or if something similar happens, um, what are you going to do? And so I really took advantage of the customer base that I had um, with my email marketing because social media can also um, go down or, um, you know, like a lot of times Instagram or Facebook will go down for a day and a lot of people solely rely on those platforms for business. And so I pushed more of my marketing um, via email Um, secondly, I looked for manufacturers that were a few of my manufacturers over in the U S and then there were some over, um, overseas. And so I tried to get more of them over in the U S as possible. And then I also took on some, um, manufacturing myself, um, creating things on my own and products on my own that I would be able to utilize in case something else happened. The third thing that was really difficult for me was, 
letting go of some of my tasks and allowing somebody else to take over. Mm. And that was a struggle for me. But once I did that, it was such a relief. Yeah. So I don't handle um, my social media marketing, Um, the comments, the posts and everything. I have someone else that does that. Mm -hmm. Um, The graphic design, of course, you know, uh, my son handles a a, a little bit of that as well. But I also delegated that to someone else that I know that handles graphic design. Um, My content that is produced all the time, someone else does that for me. And so a lot of those things I had to allow other people to do and it's helped it's helped in regards to my mentality and it's also helped my business as well Uh, there's a lot of times I've gone into my social media and I'd be amazed at um, what they've done and how they interacted with my customers and I didn't even know anything about it but they were able to assist me in that realm in which you know I didn't have to stress myself every single day wearing all of these hats and you know as I stated I have children's book illustrations that I have to do um, and a lot of other graphic work that I have to do. So delegating that to other people helped out a lot. And all, all three of those things happened um, based off of COVID. It kind of made you uh, see things differently. Okay, now what do I have to do differently in regards to um, making sure that I, that I was okay? The relationship um, with other people and the networking, um, you had mentioned that that is that is something that is is so valuable that I try to encourage people to to have. Build those relationships with with the people that you want to build. Reach out to them, um, shoot your shot with them, build a relationship, network with them because they have resources that you're also able to use, and they may be something that you have that they can utilize as well. And even if there isn't anything, still be able to keep that relationship because in the future there may be something, but they have you in mind. And so build those relationships with those people. And I've kind of started tackling more of that as of lately as well and and keeping in contact with certain people that may be potentially helpful in the future, but also people that have a good vibe and a good spirit um, that um, I want to be aligned with. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll never get tired of of saying this because I know it's a message that people need to hear. In fact, you know, our our brain oftentimes, you know, our we have to hear something at least seven times before it mm-hmm. even starts to take root, right? Now some yeah. of us hear it once and we just gravitate to it, but that's not the majority, right, of people. And so I I have blogged about this, I've talked about this, that you know, for 13 years, the bread and butter of my business has been relationships, not one have I had to market my consulting business because Mm -hmm. I've been able to retain my clients and I've been able and they have marketed for me right and so um it's it's so powerful what you're saying but also thinking about it beyond that from a strategic partnership standpoint where are where is there alignment um for us to complement what we do with others and I, I just did a human design assessment and discovered that I'm a manifester. And you know mm. what I what I know now about manifestors is that we actually need to be able to do the work that we thrive in, which means outsourcing is not just a good idea, right? A best right. practice it is the thing that helps me to thrive, which helps my work thrive mm. because I'm the idea generator. Now I can do like, cause I think sometimes we, we feel like we've got to do everything or, yeah. and sometimes the superwoman mentality, but the reality <laughs> is, is that a, nobody's good at everything. Mm-hmm. B, 
Nobody has passion to do everything. Um, and so just because we can doesn't mean that we should. And as I've been thinking about expanding my consulting company and really building out more of a global brand for Be Well Beautiful Woman, that requires me to work in a way that I've never worked before as a solopreneur, which means, as you talked about, outsourcing, 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 so that you can do the things that you're gifted to do, which ultimately is going to help the business to thrive. Um, that was just really, really powerful. Um, and then you're pivoting, like not being attached to what the business was and saying, okay, well, I accept, you know, I accept that it's not what it is right now. Let me get into the possibilities. And mm -hmm. so that, you know, that state of being still allows creativity to birth. Um, and so that was, that was beautiful. So sis, as we get ready to wrap up, talk to us about wellness and how wellness is manifested in your life and how manifest is really how it's a tool for you to be successful in your business. Um, I, I say to people, um, a lot, especially, um, um, people that usually reach out to me and, you know, ask for advice in regards to, um, being successful or starting a business it's a being successful to me it's 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 not anything material it's it's your mindset it's um meditating also uh, I believe in the the law of attraction so with things you think about the things that you put out there is what's going to come to you and you have to continuously be positive and speak positive things because your words have a, a power behind them and your thoughts as well and so if you're constantly in doubt and if you're constantly uh, picking out the negative things, you're always going to be in that state. I encourage meditating in the morning time. As soon as you wake up, try to get up before everybody else wakes up or before it seems like the world is awake. Take that time for yourself to meditate because it helps with that energy for the rest of your day. Uh, meditation is, is, is something great that um, I learned a few years ago that I do as well. I'm an avid prayer i will i will pray in the car on the way to the gas station whatever just comes onto my heart at that time and i speak it whether it's something where um, I'm, I'm grateful for what just happened or i just want to say thank you in regards to what happened um but speaking those things into existence to me that helps in regards to your mindset and, and your positivity and the vibe that you give off as well as the vibes that you are allowing to come to you as well and so those things, that's what I, that's what I do a lot of, as well as I, I read. I love, I love books. I love actually picking up a physical book with pages in it and reading as opposed to the audio books, but taking that time for myself to grow my mental health, um, as well as, like I said, keeping, keeping that positive energy, that's going to allow me to have a very productive day. It's going to allow good things to come my way, positive things to come my way, and it's going to block out anything that's negative. And so if I'm rushing or I'm, I'm overthinking a lot of things, you have to step back and take that time to just breathe, close your eyes, and, and, be, and be at calm and peace with yourself for that moment so that you can kind of realign yourself and get back to where you need to be in order to make sure that you're productive for that day. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. Again, back to mindset and you know, being mindful and starting your day with a routine of like freshness of, of intention. 
Yes. Um, and, and like protecting your energy field. That's, it's so important. And there are a ton of things that we can do to do that. Like you said, you know, you know, protecting your thoughts and yes. praying, you know, and when you, and being still in those moments where you're feeling anxious, there yes. are a number of ways that we can um, realign with ourselves so that we're making decisions in our best interest. And um, that was really beautiful. So talk to us about how we can stay in touch with you. Uh, so you can stay in touch with me um, via Instagram. Uh, my at is reremated, as well as my two other Instagrams for amazing books, where I'm the illustrator for a lot of children's books. Uh, you can contact me, Twisted Cherry. That's the custom luggage line that I have. I'm also on Facebook as, um, you know, Cherie Mays, but um, mostly email is, is great for me. So uh, MissMays03 at gmail.com is a great way to get a hold of me. Wonderful. Well, so y'all heard it here. Definitely check out this queen's work. If you're looking at buying some new luggage, go on and go to this chick's website. Make sure that you invest in her company, um, in her craft. And I am so grateful that we had this opportunity today. Thank you. Thank woman. you. Yes. Thank you, sis. Be all beautiful woman community. You know, nothing but love for you. Make sure that you um, check out that Divine Feminine Business Summit. Sign up for our e-news that comes to your inbox every single week. Stay up to date. All things Be Well, Beautiful Woman so that you are in the know and you don't get left behind. And we always have something amazing coming down the pipeline. So until next time, beauties, Ashe.